Chairs No Waiting, episode number 773, Runaway Kid. Two Chairs No Waiting is brought to you each week by the folks over at WeaversDepartmentStore.com. Head over to Weavers. There's all kinds of things that are on sale right now. So head over and check out the Loaded Goat Collection. That's right, all kinds of Loaded Goat stuff, T-shirts, tons of them that are all on sale over at Weavers. If you like the Loaded Goat and the Loaded Goat uh, eating dynamite, uh, I know you'd love it. Got short sleeve, long sleeve, all kinds of shirts. Go check them out. While you're there, you might want to check out the 2024 wall calendar, which is also on sale, as well as Randy Turner's 2024 day-by-day calendar. They're on sale, so head over to Weaver's Department Store and check it out. Two Chairs No Waiting is also brought to you by donations from listeners just like you. The executive producer of episode number 773 is Jim Sherrill, and our Patreon patron of the week is Rebecca Spears. Hello, everybody. I'm Alan Newsom, the host of Two Chairs No Waiting, and I love being here with you every week, pretty much every week. Uh, talking about the Andy Griffith Show. And uh, this year we've been rolling through some of the episodes. Uh, I did one last week that was kind of a, a skip there so because I was trying to do some catching up with you guys with some of your feedback and things. And I almost went ahead and did a skip this week because the Weaver's Newsletter came out this week. So if you don't get the uh, Weaver's Newsletter, I definitely want to encourage you to go over and subscribe to it because uh, first off, it, well, it's free. It don't cost you anything. So go over there and check it out. But the Weaver's newsletter for January 2024 is on the streets. Now, I know this is already in February, but Weaver uh, didn't get that out till the 31st of January. So it's pretty much almost a February newsletter. <laughs> you know, that, that early part, you'll have to call him a liar there. you going to have to call him a liar. That's right. So, so you can blame me. I'm the one that writes the newsletter for Weavers. And so uh, head over to the Weavers and check it out. Uh, Weavers, you can go to weaversdepartmentstore.com slash newsletter and you can go check it out. It's got all kinds of cool information in there. We'll probably go over it next week or so here on the podcast and hit it up a little bit. But tonight we're going to be talking about the runaway kid. Now you guys know the episode. I'm pretty sure uh, you guys can remember that. Uh, you know, because it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's a show we always watch. Andy and Opie and his buddies, they were all right there doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, that's the first, uh, actually, that's one of the first shootouts that we have on the Andy Griffith show. Just so <laughs> I don't know if you guys realize that. But the uh, first shootout on the Andy Griffith show was with the, uh, during that episode where the boys came up and actually uh, were shooting each other. So that's the first shootout on the Andy Griffith show (laughs) that was during, during that episode. So definitely something uh, you might want to check out. Uh, So just for fun, I think I have this, uh, the first shootout here it is. Here's some of the audio from it. Here we go. It's from this episode the runaway kid uh, that's that's the intense music as they're walking down the street <laughs> so there you go ladies and gentlemen the first shootout 
on the Andy Griffith Show. It was Opie and his buddies, Tommy and Steve, that were having a little shootout out there on the uh, streets of Mayberry. Well, if you remember on this particular episode, they pushed the squad car in front of the the fire plug. And Barney came in, wrote Andy a ticket, and Andy went through the whole thing. There's foul, of a, there's foul play of a foot. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys probably know the episode. If you don't, go out and you go to Pluto.tv. Pluto.tv is a free app. You can go out there and you can do on demand and pick out that episode and watch it. It's the third episode of the Andy Griffith Show aired. Uh, so it's definitely something you'd want to see. Or, I'm sorry, the fourth filmed. It's the fourth filmed episode. So we're kind of going, the way I'm going through these right now is in filmed order, not aired. It was aired as the sixth episode. you got to pick one or the other. You either go with how they were filmed or how they were aired. Well, this one aired, the original air date was November the 7th, 1960. And the uh, the writer of this episode, his name was Arthur Stander, Arthur Stander. Now, Arthur Stander uh, was born in January the 7th, 1917, and passed away July 20th, 1963. So only, uh, you know, a couple of years after this one, actually, uh, three years after this episode he had written. He wrote four episodes of The Andy Griffith Show, and he also wrote episodes for TV series like I Married Joan, The Jimmy Durante Show, and Make Room for Danny. Uh, here's another little Mayberry trivia. He wrote four episodes of the Andy Griffith show, but he wrote episodes for make room for daddy, uh, which included Danny meets Andy Griffith episode. He wrote that. Uh, so, uh, which is pretty cool. It was a pilot episode. If you don't know, for some reason uh, for the Andy Griffith show that was there on the Danny Thomas show. Uh, so he, the episodes he wrote, by the way, were runaway kid, Andy, the matchmaker, Opie's charity, and Stranger in Town. So he was involved in all three of those. The director was John Weiss, W-E-I-S, Weiss, Weiss, I think it's Weiss. And uh, so just some of the things that you might want to be aware of in that episode, of course, you had Opie and his buddies, uh, Steve and Tommy, that were doing the gun slinging out there and pushing the car in front of uh, <laughs> in front of the fire hydrant. The, uh, you know, so you pushed it in front of it. So um, a few little tidbits in this particular episode that you need to be aware of. In, in this episode, if you'll remember, Barney actually had a car. He owned a car, and it was actually, I, I, I can't remember that, that he actually said he owned the car. But all the notes I have said that Barney owned a car in this episode, which is obviously a continuity issue with uh, season three episode Barney's first car, so mm, let's just uh, let's retcon this and say Barney never bought a car, but maybe he had that car. Maybe that was a car he inherited from his parents or something. He had this car, so he Barney had a car, but he had never bought a car. So Barney's first car was the first car he ever bought. Let's do, let's do that one. Let's just, we're retconning the history of the Andy Griffith show right there. So that explains why he had a car in this episode, but on season three, you know, two years later, he did never had a car before. So there we go. Let's, let's just say that's what he did because obviously he could drive. So maybe he had a car. Uh, so, uh, there's a, there's a really neat, uh, portion of the show 
when uh, if you if you watch a little thing that I caught several years ago that I want you to watch for if you watch that episode, The Runaway Kid. So you remember George Foley, Tex, is Opie's buddy. Well, there's a scene where Andy is talking to George about leaving for Texas. And Andy's kind of laying on the couch at Andy's house. It's at Andy's house in the living room. Andy's laying on the couch and he's looking towards George who has the kitchen door wall behind him, the wall of the kitchen door behind him. So Andy's looking at him from the couch toward the kitchen door. Suddenly the double doors from the other side of the room are behind George. When George says it ain't. So if you got the DVD episodes, that would be at the 18 minute, 33 second mark when that happens. So then there's another cut back to George and he's brought back where he should be by the kitchen door. So when he says it ain't, he's over by the fireplace and the double doors on the side of the couch with the fireplace. And then it cuts immediately right back to him being over on the kitchen side. So hopefully I'm describing this where you can look for this yourself. I think it's fun to see these things. Uh, George then, after after that happens, he then walks around behind the couch, uh, past the dining room table, around to the fireplace, and then he gets over to where the double doors are behind him from Andy's view. And Andy says, too bad, uh, that ain't cowboy rations, is what he says to him. And then Tex says, it ain't. That's at 19 minutes, 49 seconds. Well, those are exactly the same shot. They, he, he said exactly the same way, the same shot that he did about a minute before at 1833 and then at 1949. Uh, this was the uh, first occurrence on the Andy Griffith Show is what's called a reverse image. So if you look, they reversed the image to make it seem different, but it's actually the exact same shot uh, used twice. Now, maybe when he said it ain't or something the first time, he didn't do it correctly, and they were editing, and they just edited it together like that. That's my guess, because they couldn't afford to bring him back in just to say, have him stand in front of the door and go, it ain't. So they just figured out a workaround. So anyway, if you're watching the episode, kind of look for that. I think that's a cool thing to look for. All right. All right, so that didn't it didn't mess up anything for you, I hope. I hope you enjoy these kind of things. Uh, this episode is the last episode uh, where there's any reference made about Andy and Barney being cousins. So they, they mention that in this episode, and then that's it. It's never mentioned again during the series. Now, if anybody knows different than that, let me know. But everything I've researched says that this was the last time there was ever a mention of Andy and Barney being cousins on this episode. All right. So this is also the first appearance, as I mentioned, about the boys pushing the car in front of the fire plug. This is the first uh, appearance of that fire hydrant uh, out in front of the courthouse. And it's referred to several uh, other times throughout the Andy Griffith Show's run that there's a fire hydrant out there. Say, okay, uh, a little bit of trivia for you. George Foley, when he's at home with uh, Opie and Andy and everything, or when he's talking to Andy about running away and all that stuff, when he does the it ain't and all that, uh, we actually find out he was born in August. Because remember, he talks about going home, waiting until his birthday, because he might get that for his birthday. And he talks about it being August. Uh, in this episode, we find out Opie's got a 
pet frog. And there it is. He's got a frog. He and Tex are playing with it out on the front porch. Just a little trivia. Things to keep up with. I don't think they ever tell the name of the frog. I don't think I ever heard a name for the frog. But uh, he did have a pet frog, and it was not a little frog. This is a pretty big frog, by the way. Uh, let's see. And then uh, just <laughs> one of the places Texas said he was, well, Opie said he was going. He's going to run. He's running away. He's going to Texas is where he's planning on going or Wyoming. And that's how he says it. Or maybe Wyoming, not Wyoming, but he goes Wyoming with an N, right? So uh, it, that's a that's a pretty cool little quote that's there as well. So uh, let's see. There's uh, there's one other little thing I want to mention, and it is that uh, – uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. Uh, Opie prepares a culinary delight for Tex because <laughs> he's going on his trip to Wyoming or wherever he's going, right? And he's heading out there to uh, – to cowboy land, I suppose. But here's what he says he's going to make him to take on the road. He says he's going to make a peanut butter and sardine sandwich, peanut butter and bologna sandwich, peanut butter and liverwurst sandwich, and a peanut butter and peanut butter sandwich. And he also sends along some sweet pickles, olives, marshmallows, and bubble gum. That doesn't sound a lot like uh, cowboy rations. That's what Andy said. Too bad that ain't cowboy rations. None of that sounds like cowboy rations to me. Ugh. I, I don't. I don't want peanut butter. I I've never had peanut butter and sardines. Uh, but that does not sound appetizing to me. I don't know about you. But it doesn't sound appetizing. Uh, so some quotes from the show that you might enjoy. Andy says, dad, burn it. I'm the sheriff and I got a duty to do. Barney goes, yeah. Oh, where are you going home to get permission from my son to do it? (laughs) Remember that one? So, uh, this is Opie's. This is when he says this. Opie says, George is running away from home to be a cowboy. He only wants to stay here until he figures out whether he wants to go to Texas or Wyoming. You mean his folks don't know? Ah, oh, Pa, how can you run away from home if your folks know? And he goes, of course, it takes all kinds. Of, it uh, it takes it kind of takes the starch out of the whole thing. That's what Aunt B says. Uh, I messed that up, but that anyway. Uh, Andy, this is one of the times when Andy says, "I don't know why I'm always getting my britches caught in my own pitchfork." <laughs> I love some of those. Uh, some of those. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, when Opie was out in front of the thing, he says, I'm drawing on you, Sheriff. Draw. And he says, oh, why don't you turn yourself in peaceful like, son? You'll get a fair trial. <laughs> There's all kinds of great quotes in these episodes, guys. And I, I love these things uh, so much and enjoy digging into them because it brings back such great memories to me. Even just saying the quotes or listening to the quotes uh, are just so much, so much fun. And, uh, you know, like in this episode, Opie thinks Andy's broken his solemn promise to him. And Andy has to try to explain to Opie that sometimes you have to go against a promise 
to keep somebody from getting hurt. And this is kind of what he talks about. He says, uh, well, uh, suppose, suppose there was a little lake and there was a sign on it saying no swimming allowed. Now that's a law and a law is pretty much the same thing as a rule, right? That'd be about the same thing. Well, now, uh, suppose there was a little boy and he broke that law and went swimming anyway and started to drown. Now, suppose there was a fella standing there watching. And now, should he obey the law and let the little boy drown? Or should he break the law and save the little boy? And Obi says, well, you couldn't let him drown. And he says, well, of course not. So Opie agrees with him in the end that George Foley's parents need to know where he is. And, and they end up heading off to Richmount, Richmont together to take George back to his parents. So anyway, great episode, a really fun one to watch. I hope you guys will take some time to head back and just look at it and kind of just uh, look for that little thing with George Foley. It ain't. I just think that's a really cool one. And I think you will enjoy it. All right. So that's uh, that's some of our fun from the uh, episode Runaway Kid. Now, if you want to get a full condi- condensed version of a synopsis of this episode, I encourage you to head over to Burke on Mayberry and look for his episode, The Runaway Kid. A Runaway Kid is the name of it. Not The Runaway Kid. And he goes through and he goes through all the whole episode pretty much in about seven to eight, ten minutes, maybe. And he will go through the whole thing. So you can get refreshed if you don't know and you'll be able to catch up. Or you can just head over to, like I said, Pluto.tv and watch it right there yourself. All right, guys, we are going to play a little trivia, but before we do that, I wanted to have a little special word from a, a buddy of ours uh, telling about an event that's coming up just here in the next few days. So we want to head on and check that out. So let's see if we can get this to play. All right, let's go. Oh, hey, hey, hey. there's some big events coming up around Maybury. Just reading in the paper. There's one coming up February the 10th. It's a Mayberry and the 40 Acres Backlot. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a lecture going on at the Mid America Science Park in Scottsburg, Indiana. Randy Turner will be there. Oh, Randy, I like him. He's a good. Oh, you'd enjoy that. He's a he's a historian of Mayberry. He knows all kinds of stuff about it. Expert on the Andy Griffith. Oh, <laughs> you'd want to be there for that. I yeah, you would. Yeah, he's going to be there talking about the 40 acres back lot. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened there. Not just the Andy Griffith show. Oh, there was a lot of shows there. Gone with the Wind was, oh, yeah, it was there too. King Kong, oh, King Kong. Yeah, Gomer Pyle, Star Trek. Oh, all kinds of stuff. He's going to share all kinds of details about that. Head over and check it out. Uh, you can head over to uh, comes to Scotchburg.com and they'll have the information there. Uh, you can reserve your seat. Oh, it, it's nice. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> Thank you, Floyd. Thank you. Floyd's dropping into the barbershop here. That's great. Thank you for dropping by two chairs and doing that for us. 
So uh, that was Floyd the Barber, if you guys didn't know. If you're watching the video version of the show, you actually saw Floyd, by the way. All right, guys, we are going to play some trivia, so I hope you are ready. This trivia is coming to us from, again, Paul Mulick, who sent this in. And this is a Mayberry Trivia Quiz. And this week's topic is buying and selling in Mayberry. Okay, ready? All right, buying and selling in Mayberry. Let me check real quick here. I thought there was 12. Yeah, all right. So we're going to do six questions this week of this. He's got, he's got, uh, we got 12 questions, but we're going to do six because we're going to do half of them. Buying and selling in Mayberry. Are you ready? Everybody's ready? There's our background music's going for our trivia music. All right, guys, here's the question. Question number one. What did Frankie Flint purchase for her father at Walker's Drugstore? What did Frankie Flint purchase for her father at Walker's Drugstore? Hmm. Okay. If you don't want to know the answer, you can try to pause. Uh, if you're not watching the live show that we record on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time at live.twochairsnowaiting.com. So if you're not live with us, you can just pause because here comes the answer. What did Frankie Flint purchase for her father at Walker's Drugstore? The answer? Chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco is what he purchased. All right. So that's question number one. We're going to have six of them. All right, number two, number two. According to Gomer, how much does gas cost at Wally's filling station? According to Gomer, how much does gas cost at Wally's filling station? All right, the answer, (laughs) according to Gomer, 30 cents a ding. 30 cents a ding is how much gas cost at Wally's uh, service station. 30 cents a ding. All right. Uh, Next up is number three. What did Gentleman Dan Caldwell ask Barney to buy for him if it wouldn't be an imposition? What did Gentleman Dan Caldwell ask Barney to buy for him if it wouldn't be an imposition. Gentleman Dan, what did he ask Barney to buy for him if it wouldn't be an imposition? Okay, the answer, you can pause if you don't want to know. The answer is cigars, he asked, if it wouldn't be an imposition. All right, we got two left, or three left, I mean. Number four, number four. All right, this is you got you get three possible points on this one, by the way. Three points. Okay, so you ready? You get three answers. All right. Aunt B unknowingly spent counterfeit money on what in what three Mayberry stores? Okay, it's worth three points. So you get one for each one. Aunt B unknowingly spent counterfeit money at what three Mayberry stores? Oh, three points available. Oh, my goodness. So what's that? Six, seven, eight. You get eight points possible right now out of this thing. All right. What what are you getting there? Aunt B unknowingly spent counterfeit money at what three Mayberry stores? Now, this is a a color episode. It's a color. Yeah. All right. The answers. 
This is pretty hard. You get one point for each store. The answer is Weaver's Department Store. That one seems easiest to guess. Foley's Grocery, Foley's, and Johnson's Sporting Goods. Johnson's Sporting Goods. There's one I don't think I would have ever got. Let's see our chat room. How are they doing? Uh, nope. Those got some Weavers and Foley's, but I don't see a Johnson Sporting Goods. Uh, well, nope. Emmett Clark got Sporting Goods Store. I'll give you Sporting Goods Store. If you got that and didn't know Johnson's, I, I'm going to give you a point. Good job. Uh, so if you knew that, that's good. All right. Number five. Number five. What did Warren offer to sell Goober for $50? For 50 bucks. What did Warren offer to sell Goober for 50 bucks? Color episode, guys. There's color. You got to watch all the episodes. They're all, there's, there's value in all of them, except maybe. <laughs> nope, not saying anything. There's value in all of them. All right, what did Warren offer to sell Goober for $50, for 50 bucks? The answer, a portable television set, a portable TV. All right, and our final question for this week in this category. Barney once gave Opie $10 and sent him out to buy what? Oh, wow. Barney once gave Opie. Opie $10 and sent him out to buy what? Oh my goodness, this is tough. Wow. $10. Oh, Barney, Barney won't even usually buy dinner. <laughs> I didn't know this one. Okay. Wow, people in the chat room are getting it. All right, did you get it, guys? How did you do it? I didn't get this one, I admit. Barney once gave Opie $10 and sent him out to buy what? And the answer... It's in the episode uh, of the Cave Rescue. He went. In, he sent him out to buy newspapers with the banner headline "Deputy Fife Hero in Cave Rescue." So he he wanted to go out and buy the newspapers, ten dollars worth of them, ten dollars back in the sixties. How many newspapers? I guess you just get all the papers out of the newspaper thing, the stand, the newspaper. What are those called? The little. You know, the newspapers used to be in them. You put some money in it, open it up, take a newspaper out and close it. What were those called? I don't know. A newspaper thing. Machine. I don't know what you call it. So there you go. So there you go. How did you do, guys? How did you do with your questions? Did you get... So you should have got six questions, but one of them was worth three. So there's eight points. How many points did you get? How many... Hey, Paul Mulek. Thank you. Let's all thank Paul Mulek for uh, the questions. We have more questions like this coming up next week. So uh, we got we got uh, six more of them. So you guys be ready, and we will uh, be heading to see those next week uh, right here on Two Chairs. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you enjoy the podcast about some of the episodes and kind of hit up on them. Our chat room, some of them got six of eight, got six. Yeah, there's, they've got about six points in our chat room, and uh, they're pretty diehard uh, trained noticers in our chat room. So congratulations to them. And I hope you did well too. And whether you did well or not, did you have fun trying to think of it? You know, that's, that's to me the fun part, uh, of these kind of trivia questions. All right, guys, uh, that is all I got. I hope you enjoyed uh, this week. I hope you enjoyed, uh, just talking through and some of the little, uh, tidbits about the runaway kid. And I hope you're enjoying this kind of 
walking through some of the episodes of the Andy Griffith Show and hitting some of the, uh, I don't know, odd facts known by a few, perhaps, of these, and then hitting a few other things. Thanks to Floyd for reminding us about the event up in Scottsburg, Indiana, this weekend. I think it's this weekend, isn't it? The 10th, is that this weekend? It sure is. So as you're listening, I hope you got a chance, but there's a lot of other events. If you didn't uh, check it out, you need to head over to get check at the Weaver's newsletter. You go to weaversdepartmentstore.com slash newsletter, and you'll, you've got the event calendar and everything is there explaining about all kinds of different events that are coming up in the next several months. And we'll be talking about them here on the podcast as well, but don't miss out because you didn't know about them. Um, if you miss out, that's, you know, that happens, but don't miss out just because you didn't know because you're missing out on a lot of great fellowship with fans, just like us, just like us. All right, guys. Hey, I am so glad, as I always say, to spend some time here in Mayberry with you. I would love to hear from you. You can give me a call at 888-684-8415. You can email me at floyd at imayberry.com, or you can just drop by twochairsnowaiting.com. And there's all kinds of ways to comment about it there. So thank you all again for being here. I love to hear from you. And I hope you enjoy our time in Mayberry as much as I enjoy me talking to you about it. Because it's it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time, have a great Mayberry week. And we'll see you here on Two Chairs.